0: so just lift your hand and say thank you jesus Jesus. just one more time thank Thank you you, Jesus." Jesus. father we thank you for this moment in time thank you for your word thank you for your presence and your presence is strong in this place thank you for destiny thank you for hearts that love you and love your presence thank you lord thank you for visiting us today and you are still visiting us, and you are with us, and you are in us. So Holy Spirit, take us further, so that everything you have in mind concerning this meeting, concerning this day, will be done, will be manifest. Thank you for healing hearts and minds and lives. Thank you for shifts in our minds. Thank you for clarity and greater understanding. Thank you, Lord, for joy. Welling up from our inside, oh God. Thank you for light overcoming the darkness that wants to keep us down. Thank you for everything. Thank you for everyone here. Thank you for everyone watching online. And thank you for these lips of clay. Use me, Lord, in these few moments. Use us, oh God, and let your name alone be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. It's a good morning. It's a beautiful, beautiful morning. So, this month, you've been talking about greater works, right? And it's a year of what? Greater works. greater works. So, I'm just going to plug into that a bit. And we're also going to look at a powerful story of healing. Um, Mark chapter 5, I had that in my notes. And when you were talking about, she touches, I, <laughs> I looked at you, Pastor Ruth, I wanted to show you my notes like... It's getting in my notes, but you are lost in the spirit, so I just left you. (laughs) Hallelujah. Because the spirit of God is one. Amen. I didn't know it was healing Sunday. I just heard it was a special Sunday. But God is good. John chapter 14, verse 12. John chapter 14, verse 12. John chapter 14, verse 12. I have with me Hannah. Hannah, I celebrate you. <laughs> She's shocked that I'm mentioning her name. <laughs> Thank you for serving. Are we there? John chapter 4, verse 14, the New King James. Yes, it's up there. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these, he or she, <laughs> will do because i go to my father that's powerful that's powerful i want to quickly read the message translation you don't have to bring it up you can just keep the new king james there It says believe me i'm in i am in my father and my father in me if you can believe that believe what you see this works the person who trusts me will not only Do what I am doing, but even greater things. Say greater things. Greater things, because on my way to the Father, I'm giving you the same work to do that I have been doing. Hello? Say, you can count on it. From now on, whatever you request along the lines of who I am and what I am doing, I will do it. That's how the Father will be seen for who he is in the Son wow said i mean it whatever you request in his name i will do greater works it's really really powerful greater works but sometimes our minds you know we might might not uh, be able to conceive it or fathom it that greater jesus did he did great and is still doing great but now he's doing it through us While he was on the earth, he did great. Acts chapter 10, 38 says how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. And he went about doing good, doing good, healing all who are oppressed of the devil. That is literally driving darkness away. Hallelujah. And do you know that you are the light of the world? That's such a revelation for me for a while now and in recent times and you can find that in matthew 5 14 to 16 it says you are the light of the world the city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden you don't light a lamp and put it under the basket you don't hide it you don't hide yourself to hide yourself and not let your light shine uh, i think is disobedience because he says that from now on you will do you should be doing the things that I'm doing, and greater things. Amen. And so he says, let your light shine before men. That's it, still in Matthew five, fourteen to 16. That they may see your good works and glorify your father in heaven. So it's still back to him. The glory still goes back to him, right? So that the God, the father, will be seen. So that the son will be seen. God wants to work through you. Can I hear? He wants to work through you. He wants to do things for you, but he wants to use you. He wants to flow through you because he's not on the earth anymore. Do you get it? He's not on the earth, so he's counting on us. He's not going to come down and preach to somebody on Acton. It's you that he's counting on. Hallelujah. He's counting on me. Oh, my God. Why do you think I'm here this weekend? I heard go, so I went. Or gone or whatever. <laughs> Hallelujah. It is as simple as that. And that is how it's supposed to be. We are not supposed to complicate things. Hello? It's there. It's there all over in the Bible. It's there. You want another confirmation? Matthew 16, 15. Matthew sixteen fifteen, And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Go. Hello. So if he said, Nick, it's London this weekend for you, then I'm gone. Monday morning, it might be your workplace. Right? In the afternoon, it might be your child's school. Right? School runs see school runs as ordinary because you don't even know who you are meant to speak to at the gate of the school like i'm just doing my school runs i'm just yay hey, be careful be mindful that you are light this light thing has been a revelation for a while but going into this year became stronger in my heart light is love too i know this is a church of love this is a church that loves god and loves people right But if you replace light with love, again, you'll see it in a different way. So if I say shine your light, it means love people. Let him release, let him emanate, let that force flow through you. It is so powerful, especially in times like this, that darkness wants to overcome. Darkness wants to be global. And light is supposed to permeate the globe. But not the natural light of the sun or the moon and i think that's how powerful light is we're never without light because in the night and there's the moon it's also a form of light right and during the day there's the sun so we are light see yourself as a ball of light a ball of fire see yourself that way from this day forward because it is there in the world says you are the salt of the earth you are the light of the world so as you are going about say i am light Amen. Amen. Yesterday, after the meeting, some ladies that um came. One came from Sheffield, Manchester. Some of them were members of the DAISTAR that live here now, and you know they came around. So there are about how many? Five, six of them. And yeah, so we went to Morrison's. <laughs> Not advertising for them, but they are your neighbors right there. <laughs> you know, they just wanted us. You just they just wanted to hang out a little bit. You know with me um before each person went you know would go back to the their destinations and while we were there we were just talking we were just um i think they got tea or something and um just catching up um on church on what they're doing in the uk now and they were talking about last sunday when we we're in, in nigeria and oh they were not there so now they're getting their own you know i didn't seen many of them for a long time and so this old man came this white man elderly he walked towards us with his shawl and his cap um and he said uh, what are we celebrating and um i said um uh, looked i thought in a moment and they were looking stunned as well like what are we celebrating i said mm, friendship <laughs> because we didn't know what to say you know um So he said, oh, okay, that's good, that's good, that's good, that's so much light, that's so much light. He was just, yeah, he was just, right, Hannah? He was just talking about that, that, that's light, that's good friendship, you know, and all of that. It's a very good thing to have a, enjoy the simple life, you know? His English wasn't very, um, I I suspect he's from a European um, country, he may not be British totally, yeah, and... So I asked him, and he was, you know, this smile on his face. I asked him, How old was he? He said, We should guess. Someone said 87, someone said 80. um, I think I said 75. (laughs) I wanted to lower the bar a bit, and then he said he was 82. And we're like, Wow, you know, and all that. And so we just, so he said, Yes, when he said friendship, he said, Can I be your friend? Can you make me your friend? Can I join you? And all of that. And I just, we found it very, very interesting. Yes, you were there. These two ladies. Wave your hand. Where's your sister friend? The other. Yes, they were seated in another part. Because when we walked into you we were surprised. Because I know I had seen you in the meeting. And you're like, wow, yes. So um, that was very interesting. And before he left, you know, I prayed with him said do you mind i pray with you and and i prayed with him you know prayed with him and then he lifted my hands afterwards and kissed it and he walked off such a gentle man as he walked off he was still waving to us as he was going out the door he turned back i was still waving you know like like where his newfound family or something like that i just think that that's just the light and the radius that will emanate um because we were in a good place And he's coming from the meeting afterwards. We were all in high spirits and we're in a good place, right? Sometimes we don't always feel very high and excited. Sometimes we're lonely or we feel a bit of depression, you know, and um, that doesn't really, it's not light. It doesn't attract, right? But I think because we're just in a good place that he was drawn to us, you know a cheerful person. So that, that just got me thinking again, can we be more of that? I know life happens and things happen to us, but we must always remember that we are light. This depression cannot overcome me. I am light and it's going to be pushed out. Amen. So with that mentality, healing can happen and healing sometimes is instantaneous Sometimes it's slow. Sometimes it's not immediate. The manifestation is not immediate. Sometimes it's a journey. Sometimes it takes time. But we must always have the mentality that we are healing. That we are healing even though we do not see. But we must have that mentality. And so, Mark chapter 5 verse 25 talks about, there's a story here about a woman This woman had a flow of blood. Mark chapter 5, verse 25 to 28. It says, now a certain woman, we don't know her name, a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years. 12 years is a long time. And she had suffered many things from many physicians. Doctors have tried their best, but nothing. She had spent all she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Oh, thank you, Jesus. She believed in her heart. She said, if only. I may what? Touch. She didn't even say, if only he can find me, single me out. She pressed in and touched. She believed. You know, at that time, she had not probably seen Jesus because he was, um, he could only be in one place at a time. Not now where he's with us. The Holy Spirit is the comforter, is the one that he sent to us. So we are in a better place. We are more advantageous. Don't say, oh, I wish I lived in the time of Jesus. Don't say, I wish this was the time of Jesus. Because if it was, chances are that he won't be here. Chances are that he might be somewhere else. He could only be in one place at a time. And so when she heard, she said, today, this is my, the real doctor has come. The real doctor has come and I must see him. What all the other doctors could not do. But please, what doctors can do, let them do. Amen. I think it was Mama Dodi Austin that said that um, when she was healed of, she was healed of cancer by faith miraculously. Then after that, she had something else, I think some years after there was an issue, and she went to the doctor. And I think someone was asking that if you had great faith and you were healed of cancer then why did you go to the hospital and have i think she had to have a surgery minor surgery for something but it wasn't cancer and she said that what the doctors can do i let them do the cancer i had to totally release my faith because the doctors could not do anything they left me for dead and i just had to just let my faith kick in And that stuck with me when I heard that story. That stuck with me. Because some people are confused. Sometimes they think that when we preach healing, it means you shouldn't go to the doctor. Look at this one. The doctors could not do anything. Nothing. They had tried. They had gone to the end of their curriculum or syllabus or whatever. And they're like, you know what? we have tried our best. They were not wicked. They tried their best, but they could not help her. They had not seen that kind of situation. I'm sure they would have tried their best because doctors would be like, okay, this is new. We're going to make you a research whatever and get a breakthrough. But they couldn't. And that is where God, you know, really then can get the glory. Praise God. Mm, Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. We let everyone do their work to do what they can do. Amen. That's why we eat so our bodies can be strong. You don't say, I won't let Jesus eat for me. Hello. (laughs) Oh, glory. God is good. He's a good God. He's interesting and he's loving. Because if we tune our mind that way, we will enjoy him. Hallelujah. And so we know the rest of the story. She pressed in and she touched. And Jesus turned and said, Who touched me? I don't know. If- <laughs> Who touched me? And his disciples were quick to answer. What do you mean? Everyone is touching you. I mean, thronging you. you me about that? We're all squeezing in. I'm going- hey, we're, we're working hard here to keep people <laughs> away. I always say that he, sometimes that his protocol, the way his protocol officers, <laughs> you know, remember the time he had to rebuke them, don't push the children; we let them come. Come on, you know. So he said, "What do you mean? There are many people touching you. You can't say who touched me. we all." I mean, he said, "There was a touch. There, there, I felt a touch. It was not ordinary." I think he feels it when we pull on that faith. It's not about crying. It's not about, it's about believing. It's about believing. Please believe again. Believe again. Don't give up. Don't say nothing is happening. To believe him moves him. There are many stories in the Bible where Jesus was really wowed by the face of people. The woman, I think it's called the Syrophoenician woman whose daughter was sick and Jesus said healing is a children's bread. Um, It's not for you. I came for the Jews. He knew his syllabus. He knew his lane. He knew that when the Gentiles start coming, then it's time to go. Because that was not his assignment. That was for the disciples and all those to come to minister to. He was sent to the Jews. But anyway, she pressed him, and she got her miracle, right? Remember, because Jesus said that the healing, we we don't give the bread to dogs. That was hard. That was harsh. (laughs) And she said, yes, but dogs eat from the crumbs. I'm like, God. I mean, if it was you, wouldn't you be angry? At that point in time, I'll be I'll, like, dog, I'll, like, okay, fine. Keep your healing. I'm going. Ugh. But she was calm because she was focused. She knew what she wanted. Don't let people get you angry on the way to your miracle. It's a distraction. She was not distraction. Call me anything you like. In fact, she took it. She said, yes, I'm a dog, but dog eat crumbs. They sit at their master's table for those of you who have dogs or cats at home, I know sometimes they're looking at you with that chicken like, and like I'm not giving you. They're just hoping it will fall down. She said, I'm waiting for the crumbs. I don't need the whole loaf. And Jesus, wow. What could he say after that? He tried to push her away, but she said, I am not going. He said, well, then go home. Daughter is healed. And when she got home, she met her daughter, healed. He must have said, God, this one took it by faith. <laughs> Good problem. This one took it by faith. So, so, And there are times even to the centurion too, also had his son sick at home, and he said, Jesus, don't even come. I'm, a, I'm in the army, I know. When we give an order, it has to be carried out just speak the word, give the order, and I know that my child will be healed. Ah, He understood the protocol. I'm not asking you to follow me home and lay hands. No, just speak it. Jesus was like, wow, I've never seen such faith in Israel. So I know that he wants us to believe him. He wants us to believe him. Whether we see the miracle or not, the act of believing uh, brings us closer to him. It brings intimacy, and I think that's what wowed God's heart concerning Abraham, even though Jesus had not come, and he was called the father of faith, because God said, leave your country, go to a place, and he obeyed. He said, give me your only son, Isaac. It was a test, and he did, and God said, nope, I was only testing you. And then he promised, he said, in blessing, I will bless you. Your descendants shall be as the stars in the sky. And because God was wowed that Abraham was willing to give, to sacrifice. It was a test. So faith moves God. It moves him. Don't be deceived if you don't haven't seen the miracle yet. It's work. It's in process. But the act of being able to believe God, um, with abandon, um, really, really warms his heart. Yes, I know that. I know to dare to believe him. In He knows what is going on in the world, but you dare to believe him. You dare to be in a relationship with him still. You dare to say, Jesus is Lord. You dare to um, not be ashamed of him and be bold about your faith. I think he takes notice. Praise God. And may we continue to operate that way in Jesus' name. So he says, most assuredly, I say to you, back to our original text, which is the text for the month and for the year, I say to you, I know Dr. Jerome and Pastor have done justice <laughs> to this. Well, it's early in the year, right? January, so. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if it was by September and I'm coming to talk about greater works, they'd be like, yeah, what else do you want to say? They've preached it all. (laughs) But still on that text, back to it, it says, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works I do, greater will he do. How many of us want to do greater works? Amen, I want him to flow through me to do greater works. Because I go to my father. And that's because he was going to give us the Holy Spirit. He said, when I go, I will give you what? A comforter. I will leave you comfortless. I will leave you without help, without strength. I do not expect you to do these things in your own power. But by the power of the Holy Spirit. So it's easy, friends. It's really easy. If you pray for someone and it they don't appear to be healed immediately. Don't think that you have failed. Don't think that you have um, you didn't obey God. Yeah? Because he said that in the Mark 16, 15, he says, and he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, healing all who are sick, and all of that. Lay hands on the sick. Right? So, ours is to obey. He's to confirm. He's to do the healing. So, if you pray for someone and they're not healed in that moment, don't think they are not healed, but be grateful that you have done your part. Don't come under pressure or anxiety for God. Don't come under shame for Him. Yeah, I feel shame because. You know, and all that. And some people can make you feel like, okay, there's no power in your life or whatever. Oh, there's nothing happening here. I'm going to another church. Going from church to church. Hopping, you know. So he says, believe. Amen. Because I think first he wants a relationship with us. I don't know. Maybe some of us, maybe if we get that particular blessing, we've gone. Gone. It's like, God, bye. That's it. I've got what I'm looking for. I think God wants us to look for him beyond those things. He wants us to stick with him. Not for what he can give us, but for the relationship and for the growth. Hallelujah. Believe. That story is exciting because, I mean, to be relieved of the trauma and the discomfort. Maybe she had pain, maybe not, but very uncomfortable. And she must have, yes, she must have been very weak as well. To have a continuous flow of blood. Thank you, Jesus. He's a deliverer. He is a deliverer. Thank you. You say, Lord, use me. To do greater works, what should we do? One, believe. That means we have to be steeped in the word of God. We have to read the word of God. We have to meditate in it. Think about it. Read it in the morning, afternoon, night, whenever. Don't just wait till you come to church and it's up there on the screen. Because the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word. Because if our faith is weak, then we will not be able to believe. We won't have the capacity to believe, right? And our faith is weak oftentimes because there are other things we have consumed in our minds. I mean, it's there, the news on social media, everything bad news abounds. So, we need the word of God to counter that. And Philippians 4 8, 6 to 8 says, Don't be anxious about anything, but with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, make your request known no, unto God. But in verse 8, is what I like. It says, When whatsoever is pure, whatsoever is lovely, you know, and of praise, of good report, think on these things, and the peace of God that passes all understanding will be in your heart. So when we lack peace, check what you are feeding, thinking on. I'm preaching to myself too. Is the junk more than the, the good word of God? I mean, we shouldn't even think on junk at all, but sometimes we can't help it. <laughs> it's just right there in your face. I think we use the word of God to flush out things. You know, there are things we've been by thinking I'm... I can't, I can't, it's not, you know, there's not enough, I'm broke, there's not enough. But when the, you read the Bible, it says, I can do all things, Christ Ah, something just rises up in you. That you feel you are bigger than the austerity around. Because there's austerity, there's inflation, not only in the UK, it's everywhere around the world. So, what are we going to use to overcome it? Not by going from pillar to post, but by remembering that you are light. I'm light. Hello. So get in the word so faith can come so our belief can be strong. To act, take the step of what you use is believing without acting on it. This woman believed. And we touched the human. I mean, I'll be healed, but she didn't just stay there I believe hmm. I believe but she began to move towards the hem of his garment she began to make her way towards that hem she didn't let anybody stop her so when we believe we have to act we've got to take steps that we believe that are inspired in our hearts you know, like we were saying on the way here, Pastor Ruth, we have to take steps. We have to um, not procrastinate. We have to, um, even you don't have to wait till you're like maybe 100% sure, right? Because we can use that as an excuse not to act. I want to be sure. I want to be sure. 10 months, you're still praying. I want to be sure. I want to be sure. Hello. Take that step along the way, you will know if it's really God. It will be confirmed. And if it's not, then you would know and then say, okay, Lord, that means it's not you. I thought it was you. And then you retrace your steps. But he will still be proud of you because you thought it was him and so you acted on it. Hello? I'd rather that and be wrong than, you know, it's him, it's him, but I'm still, you know, Many of us will many of us will fleece him, we fleece him. If it's this, show me a sign. If it's how many signs? Hello. One more sign, Lord, as I'm walking out this morning. If I meet them, that means that's oh Lord, come on. He said, childlike faith. You know what childlike faith is? When you promise a child something, hey, should we interview the children here? Many of us have learned that if we know we are not ready to give that thing, we have to be slow to promise. But many of us have fallen for it. Mommy, this, this did it, and just say, yes, I'll, okay, I'll give you tomorrow. Tomorrow the child comes. I say, when did mommy, you said it? Then you remember that you just said it to dismiss that child, but they don't forget. Because i had been away for a long time, last weekend on the Saturday, before the Sunday we were in church, In the morning, I went to the Love Home Orphanage, which is the orphanage the Lord led me, allowed me to set up under the Real Woman Foundation um, for a few years now. And I had missed them for years, for almost three years. Yeah, since the COVID time. And once in a while, I would um, speak with them through one of the caregivers, through one of the staff um, on a WhatsApp video call. So I think I spoke with them, maybe it was Christmas Day or Boxing Day, thereabouts. And that was the last time yeah so one of them toby so it was a surprise for them the the day before the staff knew i was coming i said i'm in the country and i'm coming so we come together i met with them at the roman foundation and then the orphanage is right behind it in the same compound so we went to the children they didn't know i was coming they were really really surprised <laughs> they didn't know i was coming actually i think they lied to them and said a president is coming to visit you. What do you mean by a president is coming to visit Anyway, it was like, ah, hugs and all of that. And we chatted and, you know, I just had a great time with them. And one of them told me, what is he? He's wrong. He's not very, he said, you said you would come and you came. Hannah, can you remember? That was very touching at that point in time. I said, Toby, yes it meant a lot to me it meant that so if I didn't come of course I've been saying it but I remember the last that December when I spoke with him particularly and the others they chanted you know when are you coming when I said it will be soon and I said it in faith because as of that time I didn't know the date I would go to Nigeria specifically he said when you said it you will come and you came so if I did not come the disappointment Sometimes children don't talk but they go off and say, "Hmm." Like that's what she said. So when you promise there's something, they may not talk but in their mind they might be like, yeah, right. That's how you said the last time you buy me, you know, ice cream and you did not, you know. So let's be careful. (laughs) Let's be careful. How did I get into that about promising children? It's a childlike faith. To they believe us. That is why they come back to us and say, you said. And we have forgotten what we said, but God does not forget. That's why we bring his word back to him. Lord, you said. So I'd rather be a child. Say, Lord, you said. You said, oh, you said. (laughs) You said it. And he will not deny himself because it is written. And even the one he inspires in our hearts that we write down. We can remind him, Lord, you said in my heart the other day when I was in worship, you said this, you said you do this, you said, and I'm reminding you. He wants us to remind him. He said, concerning my works, remind me, put me, you know, it's not a shameful thing. If children can come boldly to ask for their biscuit, then I want mine. It's his joy for us to come to him. And let every other name fade away. It's his joy that we choose him first. It's his joy that we talk to him first. That he's the first point of call. As parents, if your child needed something for school, would you want them to first go to their aunt or school? Or would you want to hear a child on the phone say, "Auntie, I need some pencils for school. And be like, did you ask me? If you ask me and I said no, then okay, fine. Let me go call your sister or your, you know. Well, my mom says she doesn't have money for that right now. So, but I know you, you know. But they didn't even come to you at all. You feel betrayed. You feel like, wow. Wait, let me check again. Am I still God? Yes, I'm God. Let me check again. Am I still the parent of this child? What is this? So, Believe, then we can see greater works manifest through us. Act, take the step. Something about acting, I want to share with us. Roundup, I don't even know. Okay. Acts, you know, the Bible, I believe, is full of the acts of men that were recorded from beginning to the end. Because in the beginning, first of all, it wasn't, I think. Of course, the act of God because God saw the darkness and he said, let there be light. He had an issue. He solved that and he began to move on. Then, Genesis was about the acts of Adam and Eve. Adam was naming all the animals. So, I believe that was that chapter could have been called the acts of Adam. Right? Or part of the chapter. Then Eve did her act. I believe she did other good things, but she was known for eating the... (laughs) conversing with the serpent and eating the apple and like giving her husband that's what she was known for but i believe she was known for other things but that wasn't documented i guess that's how it is that's why you have to write your own narrative what do you want to be known for light what do they say about you or what are you saying about yourself because bible says that we are epistles seen and read of men we are also a book yeah, living epistles. We are books, and people read us. Amen. Part of Genesis two uh, is the acts of Joseph and his brothers. Is there how they did him bad? How they sold him to slavery so the, the acts of Joseph's brothers, the act of Joseph, the act of Pharaoh, whatever, and all of that. But let's fast forward to the New Testament. The acts of Jesus were in the Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they're all the same. It was just four people that were around him that wrote their own account. I like Mark the best because straight to the point. Not too many chapters. Mark, that's, you know, we read that story of the woman with the issue of her from Mark. From Mark chapter 1, it's bam, straight to the miracles. Matthew likes uh This begat that us. I'm not... I must confess to you, I'm a pastor, but those parts are boring to me. Can I be real? But those of us who are historians, ah, that's the part we like. This one begat this. Okay, that's the King James Version. This one gave birth to this, the genealogy, the, the family tree. I'm like, which one concern? Okay, let me speak proper English. What's my business with all of that? How does that impact my life? But some people like it for reading's sake, for knowledge's sake, Right? let's move to the intro fast 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 Mm -hmm. check it out what i've said mark went straight to the miracles but it had to do with their personality some are storytellers some like the long story some like it just had to do with their personalities but they were writing the same accounts as they saw and perceived because they hung around him right and they couldn't have captured everything i believe that's why he said this works you see me do even greater ones you will do Even the ones that are not even documented. There's some they must have forgotten and didn't write, right? But then when we move to the book of Acts, the Acts of the Apostles is about the things that the Apostles did. It's about the things that Peter, Paul, um, 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 James, yes, the disciples, what they began to do after he had gone with the power of the Holy Spirit on them. That even Peter's shadow healed people. I didn't read anywhere that Jesus shadow healed anybody. So that was a first. That was a greater work. Amen. And even Paul, who did not then walk with, who was not um, there when Jesus, who was not Jesus' disciple when Jesus was alive, he got his commission after Jesus had gone because he was persecuting the disciples. We can see his own acts in in the books after the Acts of the Apostles. His letter to the Corinthians is, you know. Now, and then all and on and on to the revelation, right? Which is what John saw in the spirit about the future. Hello, where are your own acts? Yes. Where are the acts of Job to Jerome? Where are the acts of Pastor Ruth? Where are the acts of Cynthia and the acts of Fumi? Where are the acts of Nike? Where are the acts of um, Gabriel? Who else's name is here? your name there because the bible yes it ends in revelation but it's not the end it continues as we carry out our life of faith people are reading us and they're being inspired and they're taking strength from us also amen because the work continues and brings back that's why I said we are Fronting for him, where he, did he say in 2 Corinthians 5 that we are his ambassadors? Reconciling men to God. I think 2 Corinthians 5, 26. Reconciling men to God. We are his ambassadors. Because he can't come physically on the earth and walk this earth again. We are all the walking Jesus's. Amen. So to do greater works, we said, I take the step and remain in communion with him. Understanding that you are light. Understanding that your own acts too um, have been documented. Hello. And she went to church the other day. And she served that sister some coffee. And she smiled at that person that walked through the door. And she prayed with him on the way home from church diary for those of you that like to write <laughs> why not so we're reading about the acts of the apostles the acts the steps they did peter you know brought handkerchief out those were his own acts jesus acts why he fed the five thousand and Jesus these disciples were there saying oh, there's no food and he said we must feed them what do you have there okay this boy has five loaves and two fish he multiplied it that was his acts that they witnessed where are your acts And it doesn't have to be the big things. It's in the everyday, you know. You know. And at work, she did her work diligently. But because we are human, yes, not every day is always positive all through. Right? So at the end of the day, don't beat yourself down if you didn't do so well. And you want to write all the things you did right? You can write everything and oh, this doesn't look like a good report and say, and she will do better the next day. Amen. We are human. So he knows our frailty and he's with us to comfort us. But I think what he's looking for is effort. Do you know like teachers like that in school? I don't know whether here you don't just get grades like 90 over 100 or 20 over 25. But there's a column. Many schools should do that. There's a grade for effort. I think that's where we should look at first. Not just say, what did you get? 20 over 25. Hmm. Couldn't you have gotten 24 or 25? Are there those who got 25? Yes, mommy. Mm. No. Be grateful for the mark, but look at the effort. The effort. The effort shows the attitude, I think. And I think that's what God is looking for in us. The belief, the effort, you dare to do it. Amen. Oh, you feel you should have a meeting. You feel you should um, gather some people and teach them something that you know, or whatever, whatever, online or offline. And then you do it, and maybe the turnout to you was poor. Maybe there were a few people. And you think people are judging you like, wow, only five people came. Was she really sent to do it? But God is cheering you on, saying, well done. For your effort. Well done. For daring to do it. For stepping out. Right? So if people look in you in the eye and they act like that, then you ought to say, which one did you do? At least I tried. Don't let anyone intimidate you. Amen. God is good. <laughs> Let's remain in communion with him. The days we are in now are darker than ever before. They are darker than ever before, so we we need to shine that light. We need one another we need to encourage one another. That's why people should come to church. If they join online, that's fine. Let them just get that light and not just be in isolation. Strengthen one another. If your light is going dim, I need to say, hey, Pastor Ruth, hey, what's going on? Fire you up. If you call me, I'm feeling low. You say, hey, snake, Come on, what's going on? The joy of the Lord is your strength. Come on. What's going on? I'm, I'm not, been down to lately, you know, just feeling. We should encourage one another. We don't even have to wait till we come to church. On the phone. Hello. That's what WhatsApp groups should be for. <laughs> Hallelujah. Not peddling all kinds of negative things that get our spirits down somebody in that group should infuse some light into it that hey rejoice people That's some whatsapp groups oh, what's happening in the country posting all kinds of things posting someone should come up and say hey the joy of the lord is our strength if they like let them say mm, the preacher has come again you've come with the light you want to uplift the mood it's not to deny what is happening, but you don't want it to seep into their hearts. We don't have to imbibe and soak in these things. Hallelujah. Because we are light and there are greater works to do. Do you know the, 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 the last thing I want to drop now, we're going to pray and we'll pray for the sick, is that, he said greater works we will do, right? Do you know that God believes in us? He believes in us. That's mind-blowing. Sometimes we don't believe in ourselves, but he believes in us to put us in charge. Oh, gosh. But many times, we, we don't believe in ourselves. We, we, how do I put it? He God so believes in us. You want confirmation? Okay. Even before Jesus came, The devil was just going, Satan was just minding his business on this day and God said, have you seen my servant Job? God is the one that went to look for the fight. Let me put it that way. No? Yeah. On Job's matter, you know he suffered. We hardly know anyone who's gone through so much anguish. Lose all your children. You know, became skin and bones. Of course, he bounced back. God restored everything that he had lost, right? But that was a lot what began god god began satan was going and god just said come here where have you been say i'm going to and fro the earth looking for that is looking for who to disturb still kill and destroy yes jesus said that's his ministry but that i have come that you might have life right and so god said what's what's going on with you I'm going about the earth. and said, okay, have you seen my servant Job? He fears me. He's an upright man. God was boasting about Job. That's where his problem started. God was proud of Job. He said, he fears me. Satan now said, well, it's because you've given him all the good things of life. He will not serve you now. He's rich, very rich. Has a beautiful wife, children. Now he says he was the richest man in the East or something at that time. Satan is very mischievous. So God said, no. Even without those things, he's my man. He's my guy. He fears me. He loves me. He's, he's, he's good. And he said, no. It's because he has all those things. Let's take those things away from him. And let's see if he will still serve you. If God said no, Then Satan will say, well, that's it. You don't believe in him. That means I'm right. And God wanted to be right about Job. He said, okay, fine. So Job was an experiment between Satan and God. Hence all his problems. He was an experiment. He was a test. Satan tested God. And God said, okay. He said, but don't take his life. No matter what you do, And Satan could not get to that point. But it was bad. Right? It was bad. That his wife said, you know what? Curse God and die. But he did not. So he believes in us. He believes in us. He believes we will stay with him no matter what. He believes in us. God forbid we get to a place of real persecution in some parts of the world. People have been... Persecuted for their faith and they had to choose. He believes in us, so believe in yourself. Thank you, Heavenly Father.